0: Hi, this is Natalie Hoffman of flyingfreenow.com, and you're listening to the Flying Free Podcast, a support resource for women of faith looking for hope and healing from hidden emotional and spiritual abuse. Welcome to episode 115 of the Flying Free Podcast. I'm so excited to introduce you to our guest today. It's Sarah K. Ramsey. She's a toxic relationship specialist who has recently published a book called Becoming Toxic Person Proof Clear the Confusion and Learn to Trust Yourself. She's also the host of a podcast called Guess What? toxic person proof. She works with women who have experienced toxic relationships and who are stuck in a cycle of pain and confusion. So raise your hand if that sounds like you. She helps them transform their minds and lives by taking back their power, recreating a life that they are excited about living and bringing renewed energy, clarity, and excellence into establishing careers and relationships they love. Welcome to the podcast, Sarah. Hi, Natalie. How are you? (laughs) Good. We just had, she just had me on her podcast, which was fun a little while ago. And for those of you guys, just to connect some dots for you, um, I sent out an email to the people on my mailing list, letting them know about this Valentine's Day um, summit that she had put together with all of these amazing people who have books and podcasts and who are out there doing the work of helping people. And she had interviewed each one of them for about 30 minutes and got some of their, you know, gemmiest gems into this little summit thing. And then she was just giving it away for free. So I'm not sure if that's still available or
1: Well, I'm now offering it as a book bonus for the people who buy my book. They can get access to, I put the summit into like a free course, like a mini course. And so they can get access to the free, it's 50 hours. It is hours of content. Yeah. There's so many speakers, um, You know, getting your body back after trauma, dating coaches, um, several faith-based coaches. You, um, Leslie Vernick was on there, the Emotionally Destructive uh, Marriage, Uh, Gretchen Baskerville, who I know you promote quite a bit, the Life-Saving Divorce. Um, Gary Thomas, who wrote uh, When to Walk Away, was supposed to be on there. And we had computer issues, so he'll have to be in my next summit. (laughs) We're going to have to re-record later.
0: Well... Uh It sounds amazing. And I'm so, I'm so glad, I mean, that you're offering, like, get a book and 50 hours worth of training for free. Mm -hmm. What, I mean, why would you not run out and do that? Well, and I'm just
1: so humbled. And Natalie, I know you do, you do this work so much. So we kind of get, this is going to sound funny. We get used to people saying, thank you for changing my life. You know, that just kind of becomes a part of our norm. And you know, but I'm humbled again by the summit and people reaching back out and saying, "This is amazing." I'm I'm so grateful. Um, and then you know, the book just launched. It was supposed to launch February 14th after the summit, and word got out, and it was just like, um,
0: oh, and- "Wow!" <laughs> so it's it. <laughs> it's available now. I went over it's to Amazon now. Okay, so we're recording. This is going to be in April that this comes out. So hello, future April people. We are, yes, back. We are yes. back in February right now.
1: Um, Becoming toxic person proof. Yes. And if you buy the book and you want to email me at Sarah at SarahKRamsey.com, I'll make sure and get you that book bonus since that is kind of in the future. Um, I'm happy to offer that to you guys. Uh, so just email
0: me, Sarah at Kramsey.com, to collect that. Great. All right. Okay. Let's get into our discussion. Um, Why don't we start by having you tell us what it means to be toxic person proof. And do you consider yourself to be toxic person proof? And how did you get there? (laughs) Okay. You know how
1: doctors say that they practice medicine? Yeah. Or People practice meditation because no one is like perfect at medicine or perfect at meditation. Okay. So I think about it. As in, I'm in the process of practicing becoming toxic person proof. Mm -hmm. I think I'm really good at it. And I think I'm really good at helping others through it. But kind of one of the things I want people to remember is their humanity. Mm. And when you are emotionally connected to someone, you don't want them to be toxic. When you're emotionally connected to a situation, you don't want it to be toxic. And so... Do I consider myself as toxic person-proof as I can be at this stage in my life? Absolutely. And part of being toxic person-proof is recognizing that I'm a human. And if I'm emotionally connected to someone not being toxic, I'm going to have to get some help around that. And I'm going to have to reach out to other people. And, and that's what it means to be toxic person proof. You know, we all work with people who've studied narcissism, right? And so if I get on here, I'm like, I'm the best, I'm the world's best, whatever, you know, then danger, danger, right, <laughs> danger. Right. Uh, but it's the humility of humanity and right. saying, I have weak spots. I have vulnerabilities. I have strengths that you can be used against me. And I need to really be aware of those. So when someone is trying to take advantage of those, I can keep myself safe.
0: Right. I love that answer because it neutralizes some of the shame that some of us who have been victims of this can feel because we can feel like, oh, there's something wrong with me that I kind of attract people like that or that I... that I stayed in a relationship that was toxic for too long or that I capitulated to my friend for too many years and kind of let her run all over me or whatever. There can be shame in that. so and it's that's, good Well, that's
1: so much of what the
0: book is trying to combat.
1: Uh, one of the things I do is call it a toxic person encounter hmm. rather than a toxic relationship.
0: Ooh, I like
1: that. Okay, because toxic relationship is how how could you be so stupid to have married someone so mean? Okay, toxic person encounter. If I may tell you a story, there was a girl. Um, she graduated from an Ivy League school, very high level school, with a background in criminal psychology. She got a she didn't have a job because it was in COVID. So, she ends up nannying for a sociopath oh my whose Lord. children are sociopaths. And she went to the father saying, hey, you know, I have this background in criminal psychology. I think something's really wrong with your daughter. I think she needs help. And he said, oh, yeah. This is like an eight-year-old who's been already diagnosed with sociopathic tendencies. So it's not just this girl's assumption. Um, And apparently there was this, like the mother was gone. I think the father had cut off the mother in her life. He had closed um, court records. People had signed non-disclosure agreements. And this is a brilliant girl who is in an Ivy League school with a degree in criminal psychology. But she was emotionally connected to this job working out because she needed a job during COVID. Hmm. Right? So that's a great example of how <laughs> and knowledge is not enough. It is not enough to know what toxic people do. The impor- such of the important piece is knowing where
0: you can get sucked into toxic situations. Right. Right. All the time. I All mean, time. it's not like, it's not like, I know, I mean, I, I work with a lot of women that are actually out of their relationships too. And it's like, you're not, you're not all of a sudden safe. Now you need to take all those lessons that you learned and then apply them. Mm -hmm. So, um, all right. So instead of the next question kind of piggybacks off of this, because again, we tend to think that there's something wrong with us, that we attract people like this, but it's actually, I think, and have taught There's something right with us. Me too. Causes us to to actually be hooked into relationships or not relationships. Oh, now I'm gonna. gonna (laughs) My brain is gonna always be thinking now. No, it's not relationships. It's encounters. I love that language though, right? Because it it does neutralize the shame. It really does. And I go back to Bill
1: Cosby, right? Do you remember when America loved Bill Cosby? Yes, I did. I loved Bill Cosby. Exactly. Do you remember when America loved uh, that Sandusky guy, whoever at Penn State, that was like molesting the children in the shower?
0: Yeah, I didn't know him, so I did not love him. But but, okay. him. but when he, people
1: said, I think he's molesting children. He's taking showers with children. People made excuses. Oh, no, there's nothing going on. He just takes showers with teenagers. What? I was like, what? Wait, wait, that just,
0: I mean, stop, full stop right there. Hello. Right? I don't get that. I don't get that. Why people would think that that's like acceptable behavior. But I
1: want to point out those examples, because if you are listening to this and it's like, yeah, I dated a guy and he fooled me and I ended up marrying him. And then he fooled the church community. Yeah. Right. Yeah. How many times have we heard that story? Yep. Yep. Okay. So that's where I want to neutralize the shame. And some of the points in the book point out, you know, Neville Chamberlain was the prime minister of the UK. Or England, Great Britain, or whatever it's called now. I should know. I have a lot of clients <laughs> in London. Um, but do you see, like, he was not a stupid man and he met Hitler and thought, ah, oh, he's not that bad. Yeah. Okay. This is, this is, okay. A little tongue in cheek, warning, 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 a little tongue in cheek. Um, but it's 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 definitely PG. There was a, a doctor who was trying to fix men's health a little blue pill that we're all seen on commercials and stuff he was trying to fix men's health with sewing goat body parts on them okay he made a million dollars back in like the 1800s sewing goat parts onto men parts
0: oh my word
1: Okay. So I want to bring up all these examples of how people have been fooled and change the conversation to people are, people are fooled by manipulators. Yeah. Not you
0: are a dumb for marrying a manipulator. Right. Right. And it's because people, I I think, you know, I like to think that most people have good hearts and are kind. Most Mm -hmm. people want to be, you know, are caring individuals who care about other people and who care about the human race. And and then I think there are some people who are especially sensitive to the emotions of other people and to helping, you know, that are especially interested in being people helpers and just rescuing the world, right? And those people, um, those people get used oftentimes by these toxic people. Can you tell us some of the ways that these toxic people use Absolutely. So I do
1: not talk about
0: codependency
1: in my programs. Um, I know that's a very popular word, uh, but what I have found and what a study in Purdue found, Sandra L. Brown, um, Women Who Love Psychopaths and Women Who Love Dangerous Men, she wrote those two books. She did a study with Purdue about um, the five, the big five personality traits. Yes. Yes. And she said that how many women who are in toxic situations or men who are in toxic situations score very highly on agreeableness and conscientiousness? Yes. Okay. Now, I didn't know Sandra when I created this term, but she has her studies have backed up what, what I thought to be true. Mm-hmm. And I call it smart girl syndrome.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: And I go back to a client, her name is Marsha. And she didn't do well in calculus in high school. And when she wasn't doing well in calculus, she stayed after with the tutor. She got extra help. She worked harder at it. She came up with creative solutions and she passed calculus. That is a fabulous set of qualities. Yeah. We want to hire those people. We yeah. want to be around those people. You want the... the co-worker who if there's a problem to solve they come up with creative solutions they put the time in they put the effort in they are loyal to their company but let's bring those same skill sets into a toxic relationship yeah you try to work on your communication you you Try to be more understanding. You try to be more forgiving. You try not to take up too much uh, space. In the Christian context, you try to die to self. Be a better servant. These are fabulous qualities unless they're being manipulated. Right. We're calling them codependency.
0: Right. These are high achievers, Absolutely. Yeah. They're the best people in the world. They're all the qualities we want our daughters to have. And our sons to have. And why talk a little bit about why a toxic person would be attracted to. Oh, gosh.
1: Yeah. If they can get you to work harder, they don't have to. Hmm. And they can flip those best pieces against you. I thought you were loyal. You say you're loyal, but you're you're ready to walk out. What kind Mm. of woman walks out on her family? Are you selfish or something? Why do you always have to get
0: your way? Are you bitter? Are you unforgiving? Yeah. Right? So good. I love how you've reframed this for people because there is just so much, because we're high achievers, Mm -hmm. we can beat ourselves up when we think, when we perceive that we've failed.
1: Oh, I have an article called My Friend Failure, and it is uh, heartbreaking even to go back and read and talking about having to embrace failure. and. It's still a word I butt up against, if I'm honest, um, and which is kind of silly. It's like, oh, here, Sarah the best-selling book and her globally acclaimed podcast, Struggling with a Sense of Failure. Um, yeah. So I, if I can comfort anyone <laughs> with that information. Um, and it's very tough. It's very tough to feel like you failed at a relationship or multiple relationships in your life.
0: Yeah. Okay. So what if... if So that's smart girl syndrome then. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, You talk a little bit about how we can actually be, instead of being smart girl, we could actually just be sweet and savvy. Ooh, okay.
1: Yeah, so I think another barrier to healing, first of all, if you feel like you're, you get the wrong healing strategy, you're trying to heal codependency, which is that you, Are really needy and you need relationships and when you go back to the very beginning of the relationship were you needy and desperate then probably I mean sometimes that's true but Sandra said it was like 70% of the time that is not true Mm -hmm. you thought you were doing the right thing and you were in a relationship with someone who kept changing the rules on you and kept moving the finish line so you were always losing
0: Mm -hmm.
1: right yeah okay so I you think about the um sound of music, let's start at the very beginning a very good place to start and that's what, if anybody's listening to this and they they have a loved one in a toxic relationship um I want you to think about what happened at the beginning because you we cannot slap a needy codependent label on everyone who's been manipulated mm-hmm Is the whole world needy and manipulative and codependent that Bill Cosby tricked us? That's not fair. Right. That's not fair. And my favorite, one of my favorite interviews I've ever done was with a, a woman whose mother had been in a toxic relationship. And flipping this for her because she saw her mother as strong. And then she saw her mother as broken and weak. And then after I explained all this to her, she goes, no, my mother was one of the most confident people I know. I said, then do you think it could be smart girl syndrome instead of codependency? Yeah. It's not stupidity that someone else was really good at manipulating.
0: Right. Well, and I think um, a lot of people that find themselves in relationships like this, we really do just want to help people. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we can, we meet this person whether it's a friend or a future spouse, or we could, it could even be a family member mm-hmm. that we, um, from our family of origin, and we feel responsible because that's kind of who we are. We just we're mm-hmm. not responsible. High conscientiousness. Yeah. Right? So we high loyalty. The, yeah, mm-hmm. and we plus we have a desire. We have a desire to help them. And and here's the thing. Talk a little bit about how we believe people. We just take people at their word. We believe the best about them. We believe that they're being upfront and honest with us. And when you believe everything you hear and everything that someone's telling you, that can really get you into trouble sometimes. So
1: that's, you asked the question about being sweet and savvy. And this is where this comes into play. So I feel like for the most part, there's two extremes. There's the people who don't let anyone in. And they think every, you know, everyone's bad, everyone's a serial killer, whatever. And they have the door like locked in their life. Yeah. And they have like their back up against the door. They're like, I'm toxic person proof. Look how safe I am. <laughs> I got a gun coming out. If anybody comes after me. And it's like, that is not what I'm talking about. Yeah. Okay. That is fear and not wanting to do the work of discernment. So you just shut everyone out. Yeah. Very clear. That is not what I'm talking about. Okay. Then you have the other extreme of uh, all we need is love. You know, and everybody's good and everybody's wonderful. And um, that there's your door is swung wide open. Yeah. That's not toxic person proof. Okay. But so many times,
0: especially from a faith background, that's who you were taught to be. Mm hmm. Zero boundaries. Zero especially boundaries. Especially if you're a woman. If you're uh-huh. a woman, you're not allowed to have boundaries.
1: Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. not nice. It's not nice. And the gift of fear, Um, gosh, I can't remember who wrote that book, but the gift of fear, he talked about the very opening chapter. He talked about a woman who got killed. And this guy came up and he said, here, let me help you with your grocery bag. And she's like, I'm okay. I'm okay. I don't need any help. And he said, no, come on. We got this. We We have to feed your cat. Warning sign number one. We have to take care of your cat. Yeah. He put them on the same team within the first two minutes of meeting. Yeah. Super dangerous. Anyone who's doing that danger, danger. Okay. But she was telling herself, gosh, it's impolite. He's offering to help me. It's impolite for me not to take him up on it. Yeah. It's not nice. It's not the right thing to do. Okay. But this can be at work. Hey, you know, it's your job to take care of the load. If I don't want to work and I've got something going on all the time, a pattern of avoidance, a pattern of irresponsibility, a pattern of not meeting deadlines, a pattern of whatever, it's on you. And then you're taking ownership of it, trying to do the right thing. So I think what we need is more people cracking open the door. That's being sweet and savvy. I am absolutely open to you showing me who you are. And if I see who you are and I don't like it, I have absolute full
0: permission without any guilt to shut the door. Yes. Boom. And that doesn't make you a bad person. That just makes you savvy.
1: And Gary Thomas, in his book, When to Walk Away, for he wrote The Sacred Marriage, which was um, very much like you should die to self in your marriage. And I respect him so much because he changed his tune once he realized women were continuing in abusive situations because of his book. And I respect yeah. him so much that he made that pivot. Mm-hmm. But so few people do, especially males in the conservative Christian Faith background, right? Mm-hmm. That's that's not <laughs> yay, I Gary, wonder why Gary. I know I'm so so um proud of him. And but he said, I used to think that being a good Christian meant loving everyone. And but there's that balance of grace and truth. And so we can love everyone, but that d- we also have to we have a responsibility to be discerning. Yeah. And I also think there is not a Bible verse that says, I'm a good person for helping you become a better sinner. Right. Okay. So when you are not acting in discernment and not strengthening that piece of you that is discerning that can crack the door and shut the door. I mean, the Bible does not say, swing the door wide open and let people act however they want. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It doesn't, there's not that verse. And Jesus never, did, never modeled that either. No, that turn
1: there, the cheek thing has been so, you know, the way I say it is Jesus was crucified on the cross one time to serve a purpose. Yeah. His purpose on earth was not to let people beat him up. Right. And attack him. Because that would have helped,
0: that would have, that meant his purpose on earth would help people become better sinners, Right. Right. And he didn't, when I think I was bringing up this example too, when he gets up in the synagogue and reads the scriptures in Isaiah mm-hmm. that prophesy, you know, that the, the Messiah is coming. And then he says, Hey, this has been fulfilled in your hearing. He's basically saying to them, Hey, you guys, guess what? I'm here. The Messiah is here. It's me. And of course they gnash their teeth and they're all angry at him and they kick him out and they take him out to this hill and they're going to like throw him off the edge. And he doesn't, absolutely he doesn't like let them do that. He just walks through the crowd and walks away. He doesn't sit there and try to explain, oh, no, really. If you just listen to all these reasons why, then you'd get it. If I, I, I'll show you all the prophecies. No, he said his piece. They didn't like it. And he walked away. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'll explore this idea with
1: you. The, it, if he had let people let them beat him up, let them stone him, and that it didn't serve a purpose, then Jesus would have sinned. Because if I'm supporting someone's addiction, oh, here, oh, yeah, you love drugs. Let me bring you some. I just want to support that addiction. What about the addiction of anger? What about the addiction of selfishness? What about the addiction of uh, manipulation? Yeah. Jesus was not here on earth to help people become better Better at being angry. Right. And you listening are not here on this earth to help cover up someone's anger and to help them be a better selfish butthole.
0: Right. It's not your job. <laughs> right. Would you like to be part of a small group of four to five women walking a journey together to discover what's going on in your marriage and maybe even your church and what you can do about it? We're putting together small groups for this summer that will be going through my book, Is It Me? Making Sense of Your Confusing Marriage, and the companion workbook. Small groups will meet once a week via Zoom or Google Hangouts or whatever meeting app the leader of that particular group chooses, and you'll be reading a chapter of the book and completing a chapter of the workbook prior to each two-hour meeting. You'll have a chance to share what you've learned and process the material in a loving community of women just like you. Groups are free and led by trained small group leaders. All you need to do is have a copy of the book, which comes in paperback, Kindle, or Audible formats on Amazon, and a copy of the companion workbook, also available on Amazon. To get more information and sign up, go to FlyingFreeNow.ck dot page forward slash groups that's flying free now dot c as in cat k as in kitten dot page forward slash groups and you can sign up and get on the, the mailing list and we will send you more information about these groups and how you can be part of them and now let's get back to our episode Oh, okay. So I, I want to talk about, so I saw one of your articles today um, called, are they a narcissist or just a jerk? How to tell and why it matters. Mm -hmm. I want to talk about that a little bit and I'll put a link to this in the show notes, you guys, but, um, and by the way, all the links for everything that we've been talking about here. Will be in the show notes. All you have to do is go to flyingfreenow.com forward slash 115, because that's the episode number of this particular episode. So 115, flyingfreenow.com forward slash 115. So anyway, this article, um, where where was this article? What what platform was this on? Was that on Medium? Medium? It was
1: published on Medium and has been quite popular there. Um, so basically, I want you to imagine that you and I were sitting there talking and we walk up on we walk up on someone and they're in the water and they are wrestling with a crocodile and they are bloody and battered and they are just like fighting with this crocodile we're like hey are you okay do you need help it's like no 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 i'm i'm learning about crocodiles <laughs> And you and I turn each other, we're like, what's going on with her? What do you mean she's learning about crocodiles? She's like, no, I, this crocodiles really been hurting me. So I want to figure out what happened in the crocodile's childhood and what kind of scales it has and you know, which breed of crocodile it is and how many teeth it has, because then I can keep myself safe from the crocodile. Yeah, this is a perfect analogy. It's just perfect. And how many times did you and I do that? Right. I'm I'm raising my hand, not pointing my finger. I certainly, (laughs) I have come from the school of hard knocks. I assure you. Um, (laughs) Same. (laughs) Yes. But we get so stuck in processing and figuring out everything there is to know about crocodiles rather than building a
0: fabulous life after crocodiles. Right. Right. So good. So good. You guys have to go read that article because um, cause it's really, I, I actually posted on Facebook today, but it's February and you guys are April people. So, um, go, I'll, I'll put the link. You need to go check out that article. And then, and because here's the other thing too. I mean, I do hear people talking all the time about, well, I think I'm married to a narcissist, right. but I don't really know. And how do I know? And unless, and it, and I tell people too, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Like who cares if he's a narcissist or a psychopath or a, you know, he's got borderline personality disorder. If he's got high functioning autism, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. What matters is what he's doing to you and to your life. He's got his model and he's got his life and his manual. And he gets to keep all of that. He gets to be the alligator crocodile gets to be an alligator or a crocodile. All right. Mm-hmm. You need to figure out your life for you. What do you want to do? What do you want to live with?
1: And I f- I think I, I know that people think, oh, if I can just figure out what's going on. mean, I, I really think people think, you know, you can go up to someone and say, guess what, babe? I just read this article and it says you're a narcissist. Now yeah. we have finally figured it out. And now once you know, you will want to be better.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No.
1: Okay. I've never, ever, not one time, ever seen that
0: work. No. No, that's going to, you know what, you know what that actually does? Danger. It actually, it puts, it it puts, it's like giving a crocodile a sword and saying, here, your teeth aren't enough. Take a sword yeah. and and run this through me. Because mm-hmm. what they're going to do is they'll take all of that language that you just gave them, mm-hmm. and they're going to say that you are all of those things. 100% hundred percent hundred percent
1: and if you again going back to smart girl syndrome okay you know there's probably some things i need to work on too i'll just work hard and and christian counselors are going to do this right you just you're responsible for you when you get to heaven you're responsible for how you handled yourself in the marriage you're not responsible for their behavior so you need to work harder on yourself
0: yeah, here's here's the here's the 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 little gram of truth in that though. They're right. I mean, if you if you you guys who are listening, if you ever hear someone say that to you, you say, "You are dang right about that." And mm-hmm. so I am going to take responsibility for me and I am out of here. That's- exactly. Because y- there is a gram of
1: truth. We need to work on things, but the things we need to work on are not the things we're already comfortable doing, which is right. being more forgiving, less needy, more, you know, less angry, all those things that we already feel comfortable in. It's getting better at the boundary setting, um, it's right. getting better at the walking away, it's getting better at creating a life for ourselves. Right.
0: Well, and you can be, you can be totally forgiving and totally accepting and totally loving and totally get out of the relationship. There's not an either or Uh -uh, involved uh -uh. there, but, but what the, but we, what we all instinctively know is that the biblical counselor is not really deep down, not really trying to empower you. What they're really trying to do is say, get your little butt back into that relationship where you are you know where where you're going to keep being used and abused by someone else because what matters is not you what matters is that marriage there's an that there, mm-hmm. we cannot break that marriage up mm-hmm. yeah so, we've made such an idol out of marriage yeah. such an idol out of
1: marriage shame 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 anyone listening has made an idol out of marriage. Shame, shame, shame. Um, And I want to point out that forgiveness is not the same thing as access. Yes. Right. And that is language you can use. I am happy to forgive him, but until there's a behavior, a serious pattern of behavior change for an extended period of time, I'm no longer comfortable giving him access to me.
0: Yes. I love that. Beautiful beautiful. Okay. Let's wrap this up by, why don't you tell us about you offer something on a regular basis called, um, I looked it up the systematic strategy that high achieving women use to find peace, love, and confidence after a toxic relationship. Mm -hmm. So tell us a little bit about that. What does it involve? Is it something that's always available? What, tell us about it. So there are two tragedies to toxic
1: relationships. One the process of being in a toxic relationship and what they do to you. To me, I think the second tragedy is how much bad advice there is on the healing spectrum.
0: Hmm.
1: Right. You just talked about biblical counselors, Um, but even some, you know, traditional therapists, some people who just, there's an assumption that every therapist is a toxic relationship specialist or every counselor. This is like what they specialize in is understanding the dynamics of emotionally abusive relationships.
0: Yeah, they that. don't. Yeah, you're right. They don't.
1: They don't. Uh, some of the biggest heartbreaks I have seen have come from the, and experienced, the advice of people who didn't know what they were talking about, who thought they could speak quote unquote truth in my life. I'm just here to speak God's truth to you. I'm here to speak God's truth to you. No, no, you're not. You're here to be a an abuse supporter. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So if you want to go to heaven and you say, you know, I was really, I was really big supporter of abuse. Have at it. I'm responsible for me and I am not (laughs) supporting. That will not be what people say about me. Uh, (laughs) um, But that it's about, you know, really creating a healing strategy for yourself. Also, the other heartbreak is what I see people do, hopscotch healing and where YouTube ends up being their guru. Okay. And when I say, what are you doing for your healing strategy? They say, well, I, will, I I look for the what's next you might also like on YouTube or Amazon. Okay, that's a bad plan. You need a healing strategy. You need to know what problem you're trying to solve and specifically how you were going to solve that problem. Uh, if there's hiking or there, you know, people... What are you doing to self-care? I'm going hiking. That's great. I'm getting my nails done. That's great. There's nothing wrong with either of those two things. And I say, what's going on in your life? My adult children won't talk to me anymore because my ex turned them against me. Do you really think you're going to solve that by getting your nails painted? Right. And what I want to see is what my next book is probably going to be about is figuring out how to match people's healing strategies with their actual problems because there's a huge disconnect that i see right now. And people think the the way to solve this problem is to talk about toxic relationships all the time? Wrestle with crocodiles or to study everything there is to know about
0: crocodiles. Right. Yep. That's actually that's actually one of the, you know, i so i mean you You maybe know I have a couple of different programs. One is for, um, and my listeners know all of this already, so I'm not going to reiterate it. But that's one of the reasons why I started the second program, the Flying Higher program, is because I felt like people were getting out of their relationships and then just kind of staying stuck, just not moving forward and kind of obsessing a little bit about what just happened to them. Yes. And it's like, well, we could stay there for the rest of our lives, but Why?
1: because, because, and again, all the love and grace and snuggles and unicorn sprinkles right now, when your life has been, they've trained you for your life to be about them.
0: And then your healing strategy is still about them. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's kind of, yeah, it, I mean, I see how it happens, but it mm-hmm. is kind of. Uh, it's definitely, it doesn't work. No, so, no. Okay. And, so what, yeah. so what do you do then? What
1: do you? Um... So I have a coaching program called the Woman program. It takes people through three sections. One, connect with yourself. I believe in strength-based healing and figuring out what's right with you. I'm glad you said that. That's the, the terminology I use. You'll see it in the, the freebie I sent. And it's thinking about a triangle and having that solid base. First step, connecting with your strengths, connecting with yourself. Second step, figuring out how those strengths can be used against you, such as kindness and loyalty and forgiveness. And that's a piece on becoming toxic person proof. So that's two points at the base of the triangle, connecting with yourself and connecting with your strengths. Second point is becoming toxic person proof, protecting yourself. And when you create that solid base, then you can move up to the top of the triangle, which is creating yourself. Nice. I like that. So I call it designing a life you're excited about living and whether people are getting raises or starting new businesses or writing books or whatever, anything other than obsessing over the crocodile or wrestling with the crocodile. It's like, who do you want to be? When you were a little girl, your life goal was not to study narcissism.
0: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So is your program, so this is a free thing and I'll put a link you guys to Mm -hmm. the, to the, um, free, um, it's, is it a little, like, what is it exactly? It's a, it's a, like a 30 minute, like masterclass where I walk people through that triangle process
1: and, um, debunk some beliefs around in,
0: Sufficient healing strategies. I'll
1: say it that way. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'll say it
0: that way. <laughs> so we'll put a link to that in the show notes, flyingfreenow.com forward slash 115. And then um, I had another question and then it just, I lost it. I hate that. That should not happen in a podcast interview. Yeah, I'll, I'll forgive
1: you. Uh, oh. <laughs> I'll forgive you and give you access to me, Natalie.
0: <laughs> <laughs> awesome. It doesn't make you toxic to forget what your train of thought is. No, and
1: I really no, it doesn't. And I really do want to bring back to that idea of becoming toxic person proof. Um, I got to a place in my own life and I said, I am not God. I am not God. Yeah. And when I think I have to have all the answers or I can do it on my own or um something like that, then I am acting like I'm God. And I'm yep. not, I'm I'm humble human trying to do the best I can. And that is how you become toxic person proof. And these people who are talking in your ear and saying, you were dumb. How did did you miss that? I would never have put up with that. I would never have, I would never have missed that red flag. They are not practicing humility. They are telling themselves lies so they can pretend that they are safe.
0: Yeah. And the other thing too, is if you've got, if you have that kind of chatter going on in your brain, that's not, I mean, when have, have any of us been motivated by, you know, someone who's walking behind us and telling us all of the bad things about us? Does that motivate us to want to go out and live our best life ever? That's, that's why I do that strength-based healing. And if you're,
1: you have two versions of you running the biggest race of your life, which if you're trying to reap design your life that's the biggest race of your life and there's the devil in your sh- in your ear saying you're dumb, you're stupid, you're broken, how'd you put up with this? how'd you miss that? and then there's the other version there's the angel. gosh. you were just loyal, weren't you? you were really kind and had that used against you. Yeah. you really believed the best in people and that's a good quality. it's just not a good quality in this particular situation.
0: yeah. yeah. Beautiful. So, I am so thankful that you were willing to come on here and give us some of your expertise. And go get her book. It's brand. Well, it's I guess in the April pe- for the April people the April people. Be like- yeah, be a
1: couple months old. Yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> but it's called. Um, it. Let's see. It's called again becoming toxic person proof. Clear the confusion and learn to trust yourself by Sarah K. Ramsey. And you can go visit her website, which is SarahKRamsey.com and Absolutely. find out all the things. Yeah. Sarah
1: K. Ramsey, toxic person proof. Anything you do with him, I try to keep in both of those within
0: those two, those two little realms of uh, the Google world. So Smart, smart. All right. Thank you so much. And for those of you who listened to this episode, thanks for joining us until next time, fly free.